0: This show was first broadcast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM, thanks to New Zealand On Air. Kia ora tātou. You're listening to That C Word, brought to you by the Cancer Society in Taranaki. We're going to talk about anything to do with cancer, that dreaded C word, and the journey itself, how you might prevent it. The supports that we have in our community, any events that we've got coming up, any new research or exciting or new information that might be out there, and basically just anything. Anything to do with that dreaded C
1: word, cancer. Say what you think, love who you love, cause you just get so many trips round the sun, yeah,
0: Kia ora and welcome to That C Word, you're here with Kate Dawson, the health promoter at Taranaki Cancer Society on Access Radio 104.4 FM and joining me today I've got Kim Jackson who is our Supportive Care Coordinator at Cancer Society and we're just going to have a bit of a chat about life at the Cancer Society over the last few months and what we're up to at the moment, just kind of touching base and seeing where things are at. How are you Kim? Yeah, kia ora, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm actually
2: awesome. um, a little bit nervous, of course, <laughs> but actually quite excited. Yeah. I think this is a really good opportunity to help people understand that they aren't walking alone.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm all for that. Yeah, I think it's potentially been impacted at, over the last few months, well, mm. years really now with yeah. with COVID and how that's kind of come and thrown everything. and and so people that are dealing with you know normal everyday life and then cancer and then chucking in some COVID there's just been yeah a lot of chaos going on in our world so yeah it's nice to know where they can come for support and yeah
2: actually speaking of COVID we've had a it's something that I've noticed over the last two and a half years is that Initially, for someone with a cancer diagnosis, the COVID didn't strike mm. too heavily. Too much, yeah. Because the isolation thing—I mean, they were—I felt isolated anyway, anyway, and it actually yeah. helped them because yeah. they didn't then run the risk of be- being infected mm. or or contracting. Do you think
0: psychologically, it w- might have been a little bit less full-on for people because they're not having to be out in community where they're maybe being. Um, you know feeling uncomfortable and uh, you know like say if they've had chemo and they've lost their hair you know like if you're isolated at home you're not having to deal with
2: true but I think that actually went in two different phases I think the first lockdown yeah I think it was also new and um, I don't think it had the impact that it that it did on people that didn't have a cancer diagnosis Mm because they, the people with the cancer diagnosis said other things that were more important that they needed to worry about. Yeah. This is a life and death situation yeah, in some situations. So, but the second one was different. The second one, we really noticed an increase in the need for people to see someone that they can check with, like mm. a counsellor, yeah. because it had a different impact yeah. in that they suddenly had... Another thing that was real in their lives that they had mm. to deal with and they had to overcome, and that sometimes that it took the path of perhaps delayed treatments because of staff it, yeah. shortages, shortages, yeah. um, transportation changes, things like with the Cancer Society when we had to close our mm. doors, we had uh, people that were. Needing services and needing support, but it just really had to look a little bit different. Mm.
0: Ch- so changing the way that that support was That's right. Given. Virtual,
2: mm. virtual counselling actually went ahead mm. at different times. But at some, at some point in the cancer journey, and for some different types of personalities... The virtual stuff isn't actually meeting the need yeah, at times. Right. And it's the face to face that really makes a difference. Yeah. So now that we're actually back into orange, yeah. It's it's a little bit easier for the clients. Anyway. So you
0: can now do face to face visits Absolutely. and things. Yeah. So that a lot of that had stopped. Yeah. And, and yeah. Over the
2: last few weeks. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's it's tricky. And so I mean the the impact that we have you know someone like I, I know that personally me I don't have a cancer diagnosis but like in my world it threw so many things out and like yeah and I can't even imagine how that would feel to have this, all of this other fuzz going yeah. on in my brain at the same time and, and right. the worry and can I make it to this appointment and I can't take a support person and yeah. you know all of those sorts of things It just I yeah my head can't even comprehend how that would feel so yeah i just
2: that's a very good point actually kate because Mm. that's something i did forget to mention and that a number of clients have to be hospitalized because Mm. they develop infections or for various different reasons some of our clients actually became contracted COVID. yeah so that yeah that's right when they're in the hospital they had one person and Mm. for a period of time that one person was the only person allowed to visit throughout their That's admission the, their that was it person, one know. person yeah and they had to have special exemptions if they wanted anyone else mm. and that was particularly hard especially especially for people that were struggling yeah yeah and as you said you made a very good point also when you said that their issues don't go away no. like the yeah. the life's problems that yeah. surround us at all times anyway they're still present yeah. it, takes a lot more work to try and get your head around what's happening with a cancer diagnosis as well as what's happening for your yeah. family or whanau
0: because we have i mean i don't think anyone's exempt from having social issues you know no. like it's just absolutely <laughs> <no>. <laughs> everybody's got them <laughs> yes okay we're gonna have a quick song break and we'll be back shortly here is Marvin Gaye
1: For all in love can oh, conquer hate You know, you know, know we've got, got to find a way, way. To, to bring, bring some, some love and here today, today. Oh, oh, oh. Picket lines Sister. and picket signs Sister. Don't punish me Sister. with brutality Sister. Talk to me so you can see judges simply cause our yeah. hair is wrong Oh, you know that we've got to find Drink some understanding here today Oh, oh, oh Pick it black and pick it south Don't punish me with brutality Come on, talk to me can see what's going on what's going Yeah, what's going on
0: Oh welcome back. We're here with it's Kate and Kim. <laughs> Not Kath and Kim. Uh. However <laughs> We do it. Kate and, <laughs> Kate and Kim from the Cancer Society, this is that C word and we are on Access Radio 104.4 FM. Uh, That was Marvin Gaye with What's Going On. What's going on, Kim? Well, 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 well. (laughs) Um, Actually, it's been quite exciting. We're starting up
2: some new services. We've got Massage going on back in the centre in New Plymouth now, which is going really well. Open again. Yes, and the centre's open (laughs) again, which we're really excited about so nice to see people's faces to be honest
1: yeah
2: um so massage we got massage yep so that's and that's going really well people are loving that yeah. and it's timely yeah. for people
0: yeah um and so they this is clients that are already enrolled yes um, under our using our services and they get free they do yeah yeah a couple of free sessions
2: of (laughs) massage and then they have the option of continuing on with the the misuse if they want to yeah Yeah.
0: um
2: and of course we have reiki um that is continuing on our lovely practitioner who's been doing it for many many years and is so good and we're getting such good responses back from clients about that as well yeah Um, And now we're really excited. We've got massage starting up in Te as well. So for our southern Taranaki clients, which is well beyond time, really. Um, And that's that's starting up in the second week of May. Awesome. And then
0: just touching on... To yes. we yes. So this is our centre that we opened. at The when November. was it? Slightly at the end of last year. November the first. And it's yeah. been um, a very slow start, really, hasn't yeah. it? We've just so we're only just starting to get services running. That's right. Out of the air, but like we we're going to, we've just had a bit of a um, launch kind of thing, of, and yeah. So we're having yeah. more services happening now, and yeah. and hopefully the more we have. Um, yeah, con- connection out in the community. People that's right. He- hearing about how Hawa center
2: And yeah That's true. It, that's true. It's about the community mm. and what the community wants. Mm. So part of us doing the slow start thing is COVID. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the other thing is, too, what does Hawa need? Need. What does yeah, Stratford yeah. and Eltham yeah. and Maniah? And all of the coastal region. what do they need? What do they need in that area that is going to help them the most? And massage has been one of the things that people have mentioned most commonly. So, yep, we've got that up and running in the second week (laughs) of May. So that's really exciting. Um, And just last week, I heard from the exercise guy in... New Plymouth Ah, and we're starting up the exercise group for men again over the next month or so, so that'll be exciting so we have a 12 week programme which is free of charge of course, none of our services have any charges attached Um, and that will be starting up shortly as I said within the next Mm. month so yeah, Um, um, I'm still working on the women's one so hopefully that will be up and running in New Plymouth in the next in and around the same time I'm hoping. And so
0: are we looking at Doing something similar down south? Yes, definitely.
2: I I understand that there is a gym there already that is quite keen on doing that. So um, over the next, I guess, month and a half or so, I'm going to be doing investigations in that as well. And we'll try and get that up and running because that too is healthy. It's a really good response when you have had a cancer diagnosis to actually remain healthy, to eat healthy, to be physically fit. Yeah, so um, this gym
0: program is about getting people back into kind of doing is, that activity, it's, isn't it, after it is. they've been through normally the normally after and, surgery yeah.
2: and treatment. Yeah. Um, but also preemptive. Yeah. So it's if you know, if you've just received a diagnosis, yeah. sometimes it also helps psychologically right. to work it out.
0: Yeah. And we had um, the the guys Graham and Paul talking Yes. Uh, um, yeah a few shows ago last week whenever that was um, (laughs) talking about their how that's led in so they started with the very first they did um, exercise group, and they have been involved now for a really long time. Five years, yep. A severely <laughs> part of the community. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a family. it's <laughs> cancer society family, and so like I mean, it's led into support groups and all sorts That's of right. f- um, stuff that they've done. And yeah, so um, there's a lot of support that comes from being in this exercise group. Absolutely, that it's about not just just about exercising. It's no. about the, the the connection with others that are. Going through the same thing or exactly. similar thing, and and then what that can lead to can absolutely. be down the track. Yes. Yep, hit it Pretty on the cool. nail. Hit the yeah. nail on the head, Kate.
2: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. These guys are amazing. The, the amount of knowledge that they have mm. accumulated over the years, but what's what is better than that is that they're not just keeping it to themselves. They're yeah. able to share. And that, too, encourages yeah. other people yeah. who have survived cancer. And we have a lot more survivors mm-hmm. now, yeah. which is an awesome thing. It's We're very excited about yeah. um, that It true. encourages other survivors to think outside the square yeah. as well and understand that what they have gone through is then able to be used to support and help Mm. others who are going through similar situations. And
0: having that diagnosis. I remember having a conversation with someone who I worked with in my previous job about the word cancer and having that diagnosis and being told, you know, like, oh, my gosh, that's Mm. it, and thinking that that's a death Mm. sentence type thing. And I think that after a wee while and a bit of support and stuff, and she had surgery and kind of came Mm. through it and had her chemo and stuff, and has now been cleared. Exactly. You know, like that's. I think she, there was like that, that immediate thinking that. Yeah. That's it. That's the end of the road for me. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that way. Like no. I think it's actually.
2: No, that's right. It's not necessarily that way. Yeah. Not but every, every lots everyone. like ninety nine point nine percent of the people that I've spoken with mm. have that very same reaction. Yeah. It's a natural reaction. To the news, it's it's a shock yeah. that occurs, and yeah. so you're not actually thinking much past that diagnosis no, no. when you hear it. So that's why we always ad, uh, um, advise people to take others with them, yeah. to take a loved one or someone that cares about them with yeah. them to all appointments, yeah. because two take it all in. two sets of ears are better than one. Mm. And if somebody else misses something, then the other person is like to have picked yeah. it up.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, full on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have a quick break again. This song is unstoppable. Uh-huh. By Rascal Flatts. Good, good, good choice. Song. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: good choice.
1: Hey, it happens to us all House shining on the coast That never goes down When your heart's full of doubt and you...
0: Hey, welcome back, this is Kate this is That C Word and you are on Access Radio 104.4 FM, we've just listened to Unstoppable by Rascal Flatts and um, Kim's left me <laughs> so, so I'm here on my own now, she had to rush off so um, yeah, I just want to finish off, Just we were just talking about the things that have been um, kind of coming up or on top for us here at the Cancer Society at the moment and so we've got a few um, new things starting up, and um, that 's what we were just talking about with our massage and hawara which is awesome and um you know just being able to to help with what the community is um, wanting and and looking for so that's it 's great to be able to do that and and um yeah i 'm just kind of thinking about in line of my the work that i 'm doing at the moment i am trying to get um a handle on what the community are thinking around uh this smoke-free action plan i don't know if you it's a familiar thing for most people i'm sure it's probably something that's kind of gone under the radar a little bit but it was um a a proposal I suppose or a plan that went to Parliament or was presented at an event I think actually at, um, at the end of last year by um, Dr Aisha Varel and um, yeah so what I'm doing in that space is trying to now gauge where our community uh, are at with uh, and uh, around the thinking so there's this proposal of like what legislation might be in terms of Cigarettes and tobacco products, and vaping and vape stores, and all of those sorts of things. So, um, there's potential for some major change. And what I'm trying to do in my role at the moment is, yeah, gauge what people think of that, and whether they agree, and whether it's something that the government will actually have support with and I'm imagining that there will be quite a bit of pushback by retailers who are like actually quite keen to keep selling these products um, but yeah so I we, we've got um, potential legislation coming up in very shortly and yeah I think it's just something that w- as a community we need to be aware of because um, w- w- we we in the job that I'm doing in the health promotion role need to be kind of able to say this is what the community thinks so uh, we've had a survey out and trying to gauge what people know about all of this stuff and yeah it's not it's not hugely um put in the in the news and everything but I think it will be something that you are going to hear about very soon because there'll be legislation that'll be proposed um and yeah, so I just, it's just another thing that's on top at the moment and it's kind of very contentious, really. <laughs> people, Some people are really, really supportive of um, reducing retailers and reducing the age, I mean, increasing the age and reducing who gets to buy tobacco products and things like that. And then there's other people that are like absolutely so against it because they are, you know, long-term smokers and, um, you know, needing to just have things stay the same so that it doesn't mess with their world too much. But, yeah, so that's kind of something that I'm working on at the moment. I'm going to, like, actually leave this here because I think I have just rambled for the last five minutes. So, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. That's C word You've been listening to that C word brought to you by Tadnaki Cancer Society. If you'd like to listen back to any of our shows, you can find them as podcasts on the Access Radio Taranaki website, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This show was first broadcast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM thanks to New Zealand On Air.